Welcome to the Direct Response Marketing Magic Podcast. Seth Green is a five-time best-selling author, speaker, and nationally recognized direct response marketing expert who is CEO of one of the fastest-growing direct response marketing firms in the country. To get free access to a download of his new book, Podcast Marketing Magic, and a free live training webinar that will show you how you can use a podcast to attract new customers and referrals like magic, simply register at www.ultimatemarketingmagician.com. On the podcast, Seth brings together some of the most cutting-edge thought leaders in the world to share with you how they grow their businesses and how you can too. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. Welcome to the Director's Box Marketing Podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I am here with Mike Wood of LegalMorning.com. Mike is a Wikipedia expert, along with many other talents we are going to find out about today. Mike, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate you having me on here, Seth. Our pleasure. Let's go back in time a little bit. Uh, How did you get started? Uh, Well, um, you know, I actually started just uh, to pick up a little money on the side. Uh, My wife told me, uh, you know, I was a good writer, which I initially didn't believe. She told me to um, go ahead and write a book. Well, writing a book uh, initially seemed like a huge feat, so I thought about just started freelancing, picking up some jobs on Freelancer.com and Elance, and um, it just snowballed from there. You know, within a year, I had my own website, was taking on clients left and right, and uh, before you know it, I was able to leave my other job and do it on a full-time basis. Wow, that is incredible. And then how did that turn, uh, what, talk a little bit about the journey from where you, from there to where you are now and the amazing work you're doing now. You know, um, marketing, as you know, is a um, it's a really unique field, and I, I started with just putting up a website to show people my 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 portfolio, different things that I could do. And next thing you know, I had people coming to the site um, just natural, you know, naturally through Google search. And I'm like, how did people get here? So I started reading and learning about. SEO. Well, that led me to start reading and learning more about, you know, keyword optimization. And I started reading more and learning more. And next thing you know, um, started offering the various services for my clients. Um, you know, with Wikipedia, it, it, you know, it started with one uh, with one job. You know, I had known a lot about Wikipedia before then. I've been editing there for now about nine years, so um, was able to offer that. And it just the more it started to grow, the more clients I was able to take on. Um, also, you're going to find that there's very few people out there that are uh, professional Wikipedia editors that do it right. And notice what I said, to do it right. There, there's a ton of people you can find on Elance and Freelance that do professional Wikipedia editing, but uh, most of them are going to get you in trouble because they don't know what they're doing. They're going to get on the site and either spam links or, um, you know, not format properly, you know, write something too promotional and wind up getting the article deleted. And then those people ultimately end up coming back to me anyway in order to... Um, get their their projects completed. So, you know, it, it took a while to get to this point, but um, now I'm happy to say that, you know, there's a ton of traffic coming my way and um, I have lots of clients. 
That is absolutely incredible. And you said something there. You said professional Wikipedia editor. And <laughs> honestly, I didn't even know that was a job description. So It's a great uh, party conversation starter. <laughs> so, um, you know, when, when you get there and people are like, what do you do? I'm a professional Wikipedia editor. People are like, uh, yeah, what? <laughs> you know, does that even exist? Um, no, technically, no. I mean, you know, Wikipedia is a free website. Anyone can edit it. But over the years, it's become so difficult with the bureaucracy and volunteer editors trying to lock down the site and keep people from editing that, um, you know, professional Wikipedia editing has just become a uh, it's become a viable profession. That is absolutely incredible. What do you wish you knew when you started that you know now? Oh, absolutely. I wish, I wish I knew all the rules and guidelines on Wikipedia. Um, you know, a lot of them I thought I knew in the beginning, but um, I didn't. I just started writing and editing and uh, found out through trial and error. You know, I had articles get deleted and initially, you know, I had accounts get blocked. I've had, um, you know, a ton of bad things happen uh, for not knowing all the guidelines. I mean, it's like going into battle. And, you know, it's one thing to think, oh, yeah, no problem. I'm going to be able to win this fight. Well, if, if you've never been in the fight, it's it's kind of difficult to win. So um, I wish I knew everything about the guidelines that I do now. Um, it would have made it a uh, smoother ride. But, you know, looking back, I'm kind of glad that I went through those bumps and bruises because uh, now I know how to, um, you know, get past those situations. Absolutely. And talk a little bit about um, Legal Morning and, and what you're doing there. Yeah, Legal Morning is the website where I offer my services. Uh, you know, I do everything from uh, Wikipedia, of course. It, Wikipedia is probably 85 to 90 percent of my business, but I also offer like media outreach services, um, the podcast as well that I host. And it's just a place where I like to showcase my work and um, offer other people advice. Uh, one one thing that um, I have is the blog section on LegalMorning.com, and that gets more visits than anything else because people just they try to edit Wikipedia and they run into roadblocks all day long. So I offer advice on the blog, like um, you know how to uh, respond to deletions. Um, how to cite and format Wikipedia, you know, what is notability so that people can understand exactly what Wikipedia is looking for. So, you know, even though I offer a paid service, I also offer the free advice. I like to help people, even if they're not going to use my services, at least, you know, go to the blog, find out, you know, the various aspects of Wikipedia and how to edit so that um, you can do it without running into the bureaucracy there. That makes a lot of sense. Let me ask you this. Um, what do you like best about your business? Uh, wow. I love working from home. I, I got to tell you, I have two daughters, and um, it's great to be able to leave in the morning and take them to school, come home in the afternoon, um, take off whenever I want. That's that's one of the best uh, best things is working from home. And the other thing is working online. I can do it from anywhere. You know, if I'm um, in Southern California like I am now, I can um, do my work. If I decide to go visit family back in Indiana, I can work from there. I can work on the plane to and from. So it's just great to have that freedom. Um, you know, I know a lot of people say, oh, I'm glad I don't have a boss. 
you know, because I can work on my own. You know, there's nothing wrong with having a boss, but I've worked for a couple of very, very bad ones. So um, it's kind of nice to get out from under that umbrella as well. Absolutely. What do you attribute your success to? I have to say my wife. Uh, you know, my wife pushed me into this. When I first got into it, I just I just did it to try it out and see how it was. Planned on saving up a little bit of money for um, a vacation. Wanted to go away, use the money to, you know, get a break, get away, get away from that evil boss I was just talking about. But, um, you know, it snowballed from there. And she's been supportive of me throughout the whole thing. Uh, she's the one that encourages me when I talk to her about something I did right or, or wrong. She listens, she congratulates, and she um, she helps push me. I mean, I have a book uh, that's finally coming out here in 2016. It's finished. It's just being copy edited now. And, you know, that's how we initially started. She wanted me to write a book, and I'm like, oh, that sounds just too difficult. But um, her support and her encouragement, and now we're here. So That is incredible. I would... Give my wife credit for a lot of my success as well. I know you have achieved some awesome results for quite a few of your clients. Do you mind sharing, and you can keep their names confidential if you need to, do you mind sharing some of your case, a couple case studies? Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I don't share the names of the clients, and that's basically to protect their anonymity. You know, Wikipedia hates paid editing, um, even though there's no rules against it. They just, you know, no rules, I should say no rules um, banning it. So, you know, you can still be a professional editor on Wikipedia, but they uh, don't seem to like it. So, you know, if I say a client's name, somebody's listening to this podcast, they're definitely going to go after it. So, uh, but I will tell you some of the people I've worked with are, you know, Fortune 500 companies, one of the world's fifth largest banks, um, rock stars. I've worked with uh, various people in the administrations, the presidential administrations of the last, you know, four or five presidents, um, authors, movie stars. Uh, basically, I don't get starstruck anymore. I think Jimmy Clausen and Ice Cube are the only people that I need to meet that I would still be starstruck with. But that's awesome. Um, you, you know, a, a lot I of don't people know Ice Cube. I can't way. help you there. Oh, love Ice Cube. Gotta love Ice Cube. So, um, one of, one of the uh, people I grew up listening to. So, yeah. All right. But, so we'll date you and quantify your interest in '80s rap. Um, which <laughs> it's funny. I have. I also share that same obsession. Ice T was my favorite rapper. Ice T was good. Ice my was my, good. my best friend and I back in the '80s, actually late '80s, actually had. We had pants, baggy pants, that we had airbrushed graffiti spray-painted on. He had public enemy pants. I had iced tea pants. So <laughs> I, I wish I still had them. So they were New Jack City pants. Um, oh, New Jack City, one of the best movies <laughs> ever, ever. Uh, uh, Chris Rock, love Chris Rock. If, if you're a Chris Rock fan and you have not seen New Jack City, um, you have to rent. And the that. beauty is, he can actually act. You know, yes. he's not, You know, all he's done, I think, pretty much everything he's done since then has been a comedy. Yes. Uh, and that was probably maybe his only—I don't know his whole filmography—but one of his only really serious hard roles, and he did such a good job. It was. Uh, 
It was. He was. I mean, he actually he got into very very good character for that movie. It was. I, I want to say it's one of the ones that helped launch his career. I mean, he was always a yeah. comedian before that, but uh, just his role in that was uh, unbelievable. But yeah, eighties rap was eighties um, rap contributed to a lot. And, and you know, I know a lot of people watch. Um, uh, the new one straight out of Compton and say, yeah, you know, it contributed a, a lot to, um, you know, black society or, you know, low income people that wanted to get out, you know, whatever it is. You know, I, I have to give props to 80s rap because it affected every race, every income level, every part of society. It was huge. It was a major influence. I mean, it, it was just unbelievable. A lot of things in my life were actually shaped from that. So, um, yeah, unbelievable contribution to society. <laughs> that is so funny. And my best friend and I also, the two of us, made up our own rap group. But we were uh, in, 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 in Williamsville, New York, you know, suburb of Buffalo. So yes. we ripped off the Straight Outta Compton logo, yes. the original one. <laughs> but we made, we called ourselves Straight Outta Nowhere because we're two white boys from, you know, Lily White Suburban Williamsville. Yeah, um, you, know, you know, I think we all did. And, you know, unfortunately at that time, you know, we're so young and we're so naive to the world, which which was a good thing. You know, we didn't know all the all the bad parts of the world. But, you know, I think we uh, I think we all formed our own little rap group and um, we all did our own rap lyrics until the parents found us and um, <laughs> you know, let us know about certain words we shouldn't use. But no, it was uh, it was great. Still is. Awesome. All right. Uh, let's see. We talked about some of your amazing results for your clients. Um, obviously, Wikipedia constantly changing, reputation management, the online world. Uh, every week, there's a new social network. There's a new app. How do you stay on top of it all? You have to read. Absolutely, 100%, you have to read. And, and I love this for marketers who or people that want to come in and get into marketing and they think, oh, wow, I'm so behind the eight ball. No, you're not. You are right on top of it because marketing is constantly changing. As you know, um, you know some of your books address that as as you're doing that. Like the recent one about the uh, the podcast marketing. You know, uh, years ago podcasts existed, but no one really knew about them. Well, now it's become the thing. And you know, if you're on top of teaching people how to market themselves with it, then you just put yourself out in front. Whether you've been a marketer for day one or for you know ten, fifteen, twenty years, so you absolutely have to read and you've got to stay on top of these new uh, these new aspects with marketing. Like you said, new social networks. Um, I give you the best example is infographics. You know, you may have worked as a uh, gra graphic designer for fifteen years, and somebody new comes on the block yesterday. You know, when gra or when um, when these things came out and became the the new fad, if you knew how to do an infographic, you just became the top, the top marketer. You know, whether you had been in the business for 15 years or one year, as long as you knew about that, you had the same opportunity as every other marketer out there. So, you know, when Pinterest came out, you got to jump on it. You got to learn everything about it. Uh, one thing right now is big data. You got to learn about big data, and you got to learn how to use it and offer it for your clients. So, you know, there is always something new coming out, and you got to read. You have to read. Um, there's plenty of publications out there. Content Marketing Institute is my favorite. Um, 
you know, there's Convince and Convert, uh, Tweak Your Biz, ton of publications out there that you can read and get up on the latest, but you absolutely have to read. I, I got to say, I probably read 10 articles for one that I write, and um, that just makes a dent in the information out there that's available. So, Very, very true. Um, I know that you are a voracious learner as well. Um, what are three of the best books you've ever read that have had the most impact on your work? Well, I can tell you the one, and this one is a financial book, and um, it's called One Up on Wall Street by Peter Lynch. Yep. Now, those not familiar with Peter Lynch, he basically started off as a caddy, um, getting paid just tips, um, caddying for some rich Wall Street people, and then he became the chairman of one of the largest mutual funds on the planet. And, you know, some of the lessons in that book just... You know, they'll help you financially, but if you apply them not only to your career but to life, they really help you. Uh, one of my favorite sayings that he said is, you know, fool me once, shame on me, or shame on you, fool me twice, uh, shame on me. And basically what he's talking is, you know, everybody can, uh, you know, he can make mistakes, but if he makes the same mistake a second time, that's your own fault for doing it. So um, that book is one of my favorites. I've read over and over and over and over. Um, a second one is, I guess, Verbal Judo. Uh, I love Verbal Judo. It's a book that... Um, it was written by a law enforcement officer for law enforcement officers. It talks about how to um, use your tongue as a weapon to help diffuse situations. And that's helped me a lot with conversations uh, to be able to talk with uh, people from different walks of life. You know, you have some people that are, um, you know, just angry right off the bat when you talk to them. Some people that just are introverts that don't want to talk to you at all. So uh, that book's kind of helped me throughout my career to be able to talk uh, sales-wise, to talk to different people um, from C-level employees all the way down. So, um, you know, One Up on Wall Street is great. I recommend the reading for everybody. I think it's 20-plus years old and still going. Um, Verbal Judo would be my little pocket guide I keep with me, I guess. Great recommendations. Verbal One Up on Wall Street has been on my shelf for decades. Um, Verbal Judo, I don't know. I'm ordering right now on Amazon. Um, who is an ideal client for you? Oh, wow. The people that just pay me lots of money and say, do what you want. No. <laughs> the, here, is there a specific this. profession or company type that your size that you serve no. better? No. You know, th this is what I like with a client. I like when a client comes to me and um, understands that Wikipedia is a minefield and understands the advice that I give them. You know, I have some clients that come to me and say, this is the page I want and there's no deviation from it posted on Wikipedia. You know, clients like that are difficult to work with because, you know, my, my statement to them is, okay, why don't you post it then if, if you're so sure this is going to work, then you go to Wikipedia and you post it. You know, I like the clients that work with me that listen to my advice, that ask a ton of questions. I get clients saying, oh, sorry for so many questions. No, please ask me as many as you want. It's like going into surgery. You know, you don't apologize to your doctor for asking a question before you go into a surgery. You know, I love those questions. So, you know, the perfect client are those that understand the advice that I give them, that listen, 
and um, ask lots of questions so that they understand fully what they're getting into. And that could be anyone from a, a startup business all the way up to Fortune 500 companies. You know, I found that you know you get a lot of people thinking, wow, some of these rich CEOs, you know, they're they're stuck up. And no, they're not. They're human beings. You know, I've I've talked with some C-level employees that I would go and have dinner with. I've talked to some people that are entrepreneurs that just started a company that. You know, I wouldn't want to be in the same room with. So, you know, there's a ton of people out there, and I just love the ones that come and understand that we're going into a minefield and look to me for that type of advice. And um, I'd say that's the majority of clients. You know, very few and far between do I run into, um, you know, issues where I have to push back. And and I'm not scared to tell a client, sorry, I can't work with you uh, as well, so... That makes a lot of sense. What is the best place for people to go to learn more about you? Uh, they can go to LegalMorning.com. It's all one word, L-E-G-A-L-M-O-R-N-I-N-G.com. Um, easiest place to do it. You can uh, go to the blog post to find out as much information as you want. You can go to the contact page, um, get all the information about me as you want. Or you can go to Skype. Uh, my username is uh, LegalMorning, all one word again. I'll be happy to jump on, answer any questions that you have. I never charge for advice, so you know if you've got a page that you're looking to submit to Wikipedia and got a question about formatting or referencing, uh, send it to me. I'd be uh, happy to look at it and give you some advice uh, free of charge. If you're wondering whether or not your uh, page, yourself, uh, your company, uh, your product would qualify for a Wikipedia article, uh, jump on and uh, send me a message. I'd be glad to let you know my opinion. Okay. This has been Seth Green here with Mike Wood of LegalMorning.com. Mike, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate you having me on, Seth. Okay, thanks everybody for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.